Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Podcasting from the Pacific Northwest, the caffeine and Sasquatch capital of the world, and home to the world's biggest Highland Games fans. This is Fork Talk. Will you fight? A podcast about all things Highland Games heavy events, competitive throwing, and the greatest sporting event ever invented on God's green earth, Sheep. And now, here are your hosts, Big Daddy and Hoss. But they'll never take our freedom! If you got the money, honey, I got the time. Oh, Big Daddy. I love the way he says honky talking. Yes, indeedy. That is the great, the one, the only, Lefty Frizzell. Roger that. Many of the Fork Talk Nation probably won't know Lefty Frizzell. They probably won't, but they will know the fact that most of his music was stolen. Right, by others. Yes. Because he just was such a maverick. George Jones, Johnny Cash. You think they stole it. Rip-off artists. Rip-off. In fact, you never heard about Lefty Frizzell after they started playing. I think they had him killed. You think so? Pretty sure. Possibly. Conspiracy. Well, this song goes out to Malcolm H. Brown, PC, attorney at law. The man. Uh, my father-in-law, who is a Lefty Frizzell super freak. And my new best friend. Yes. And uh, we sat... Whether he knows it or not. Uh, we sat at the table one night, drinking whiskey, and uh, getting crazy, listening to Lefty Frizzell. Christmas. That was good stuff. It was a great Christmas. It was fun. Speaking of which, yeah. Happy New Year, Big Daddy. Happy New Year back at you, my buddy, my bosom buddy. We are back after a little bit of a holiday hiatus, after Festivus. <laughs> And um, I'm excited to be here. I am too. It's uh, Fort Talk. I always am. Episode 26. Or as the Mexicans say, Dose 6A. Dose 6A? Hmm? There you go. And we, of course... I learned Mexican from Tony Romo. (laughs) Did you now? Yeah. I hope you didn't learn how to win from him. (laughs) No, but I did learn the international sign of choking. We've got a funny... uh, We've got a great theme for this particular uh, episode. It's uh, guilty pleasures. Yeah, it is a different theme. We're going to talk about that. uh, not our normal normal theme. Guilty pleasures. Um, But let's introduce ourselves. Who are you? I'm Jay Big Daddy O'Neill. And I am Haas. Haas. And welcome to Fork Talk. I'm going to take Lefty down there. Um, let's introduce our staff. We call Haas Haas because he's so big. You know, it's funny you say that because people's personal mental image of themselves can be very different than the reality. And it's usually pictures or video that show you that. And it, right. it comes out different ways. You know, you see yourself on video and you're like, oh, gosh, my, I look a little heavier than I thought or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I see pictures of myself often, and I think to myself... um, Self? I call myself self, you know. Self? (laughs) No, I see pictures occasionally of myself, and I'm like, man, you are kind of a large individual. I mean, I'm I'm not as lean as I would like to be. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm fatter than I'd like to be, and I'm always struggling with that to try and keep my weight in proportion. Right. But when I see pictures of myself, um, I'm a fairly large guy. And in my head, I'm really not that. Well, you take up a lot of space. 
I do. And, and <laughs> I don't. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, I have presence. Yes, very much so. When, when you're six foot three and you know two hundred and what eighty pounds? Yeah, two eighty. Two eighty. He's not going to lie about it this time, folks. He usually says two fifty, <laughs> but this time I got him. No, I was at two fifty once. But you once. know, when when you're that big, you're a big dude. I mean, if you look at the rest of the world, you know, the average height is five ten. Well, not even that. It's like five eight and one hundred and sixty five pounds. You know, it's a it's a it's a marked contrast. Yes, yes. So uh, there you go. So so let's caveat to that. So today, Haas and I went running. We did. Yeah, we did go running. I got back on my couch potato to five k. Yeah, um, which I did two years ago when I was getting ready for that Boy Scout adventure where I needed to weigh in at two fifty to get right. on the trail. And like a dummy, I said, "Hey, maybe I'll join you tomorrow." Yeah, let's go have coffee and then we'll go for a little run. It's only week one, a day three, so it's a walk, run, walk, run. Right, pretty easy. But uh, yeah. But your dogs were barking a little bit. Oh, yeah. We looked like two double wides running down that fucking trail. I'll tell you that right it was, now. It was an interesting. I would have loved to have known the thought bubbles in people's minds as we're running by them. And they're coming the opposite get, way. Get out of the Their thought bubble was, i got to get out of the way. Interestingly enough, they all were on one side of the. the it, was a, it was a huge trail. But did you notice? Everyone was on, like, one side of it. True. Right? True. And if there were, like, three people. All of a sudden, single file. Half a mile down the road, you'd see them all go single file. <laughs> I don't know how fast they thought we were moving. Yeah, because it like took a, a while. Because I didn't feel like I was moving that fast. Because <laughs> it took us a while to get there. <laughs> all I can say is it took me a lot longer to stop than it did to go because I. <laughs> true. My brakes aren't as good as they used to be. <laughs> true. True. Uh, we have uh, only a couple of our staff here. We got our producer, a candy sprinkle. Hi, yo. There it is. Or as the Swedes say, hey, hey. Hashtag hey hey. Hashtag, Hashtag hey hey. Uh, what? Devil Ange hopefully will be joining us soon. We've got uh, Slim Jim. He's out and about playing uh, football, golf. golf, golf combined with soccer or something fun. Hmm. Beautiful. We've day got for our it. official graphic artist Jim Walker. Shouts security Rhino up in the border of Canada. We've got uh, our chief scientific. She, excuse me. Scientific easy for me to officer. Say. Wait a minute. Let me just take a little. Take a little drink. I'll take over for mm. that one. Chief scientific officer. Dr. Kenneth Noisewater Beck. Ah, that's a beautiful little highball. That's a highball there. Some Glenlivet 15 year and a little oh, splash of soda. Ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Dr. Ken Beck, Matt Thompson, our official cartoonist of Vargas Highlander. We've got our roving reporter, the international man, man of, of mystery, mystery, Miles Wetzel. Wetzel, Wetzel. I got a question Wetzel. about uh, Matt Thompson. Yeah. Has he done much lately? I don't, you know. No, no. We, we, it, like you've been talking about, mm-hmm. we may have to um, contact HR and see if he's going to have to be let go. Yeah, and I'm, we're not. Yeah, HR needs to know what's going on here because, because he, is, he can't he's be absent without leave. He can't be taking paycheck and not doing anything. You're telling me. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got our official historian Roger Saunders, and of course our number one fan Andre Rose Walker. Website www.fork-dash. Talk.com. Don't forget the dash. Don't forget the dash. Facebook, Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Haas. Roger that. And as usual, we have our sponsor shouts. What, what? Hey, hey, look at that. I'm on it, baby. You are. Sponsor shout. Hey, we got we got a, a special poem today. This Don't is. Me. It's a new, it's called New Mattress by George Hunter. George Hunter. George Hunter. George Hunter. George Hunter. Yes. He's got a brother named Mike. Mm-hmm. His last name is Hunt. Mike Hunt? 
Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Never fails. I love that one. <laughs> well, well, read that poem. Would you like me to read it? Because it's a it's an ode an ode to the mattress. An ode to the mattress, ladies and gentlemen. I was having trouble sleeping the other day. Couldn't go to sleep when I hit the hay. So I went to the store and bought a brand new sack, hoping to relieve the pain in my back. I was ready for bed, but there on the table lay a note in red on a big warning label. This mattress is so wonderful, you may be forsaken. Once you try it out, you will never awaken. Ooh, spooky. Hmm, yeah. Wow, that warning put my brain in a stew. So I stayed awake for hours wondering just what to do. I figured I shouldn't believe everything that I've read. So I retired that night in my brand new bed. Mm. I ignored that warning and I woke up dead. Woo! <laughs> That's a boy. That's, that's an uplifting poem there. <laughs> MattressRanch.com. Guess what? Your life, life may depend on it. <laughs> your life just may depend on it. <laughs> I love that poem. I, got, yeah, that's I, I good. do too. I got one question though. How do you wake up dead? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe his pain was kind of a paradigm. And his back was dead, meaning it was gone. Or maybe it was a cancerous lesion. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Could be, and it just decided to take over the night that he slept in his first in his first bed. So, hey, Big Daddy, we got a great show for you. We, we got, always have uh, a great show, by golly. We've got, of course, uh, pop culture and pop culture, pop culture, pop culture, and current events. Never gets old. We've Never got the old. Olympic sports that can be replaced with Highland Games. Yes, which is basically every goddamn it's back. One. It's back, and we've got, of course, guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures. This and, was actually this was a horse's idea. Yes. And he, he, he was drawn with me about it the other night, and I thought it was a brilliant idea. Well, we're going to do that. And then hopefully, I don't know, we, we haven't had much luck, but it's possible after months of trying, we might just get the International Man of Mystery on. Hmm. Yeah. I don't Hard to tell. I think you're I think you're reaching there, brother. I mean, every time uh, we've tried to call him, he's been drunk <laughs> in some Alabama yeah. stew. Pump your brakes there, Hoss. Pump your brakes. I don't know <laughs> that we're going to hear from that dude. All right, so uh, Facebook uh, shouts. First of all, new likes on Facebook. You ready for this? How many? Up to 746. Ooh, what that's, were we at last time? That's like 26 more than last time. Okay, well, so that's pretty that's good. Hey, every like counts. It does. And we are up to almost 11,000 plays. We got already 10, 9, 19. Which is interesting because when we celebrated our 10,000th, we were at like 10,100 and something. Yeah. Got a so lot. that's pretty damn impressive. Good. Uh, recent shouts um, for our likes. We got uh, Al Dargi, Marcelo, oh my gosh, Bobo, DeRusso, <laughs> DeRusso, Marcelo DeRusso, Stanton Jones, Ben Huddleston, Tammy Goodchild Armeni. Tammy Goodchild Armeni. Yes. Wait a minute. What? Read it faster. Tammy, good child are many. She's saying there's many good children in the world. Interesting. Yes, that's true. How how nice of her. Yeah. Thomas G. Sick. That's a bullshit name. Really? You can't sick on sick him. Sick. S I C. S I C. Thomas G. Sick. That's bullshit. To uh, Tabitha Moore. <laughs> or Tabitha. as Brett was going to say, Tabitha. <laughs> Tabitha. Because he puts the accent on the wrong syllable. <laughs> uh, Tabitha Moore. 
Falcon Creek. What a great name. That's a good name. That's a great name. Falcon it Creek. Sounds like the name of a whiskey. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like a, 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 an 80s uh, a soap opera. Falcon it Creek. It does. Falcon it sounds Creek. like a store that sells old stuff. Right. Like shirts and never mind. Hey, look who finally showed up. Todd Turnbull. We love oh, Todd. Shit, yeah. with him in we Pleasanton. threw him a long time ago, too. In Oregon, Pleasanton. Yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah, I like that guy. He is. Jim Parker. Who's that? Uh, I don't know Jim. Wait a minute. I do know that guy. Do you? But I can't remember why. Okay. Anyway. Norman B. Miller. Brian, B. Miller. Brian Denny. And finally, some jack wagon named Jay O'Neill. That's a good dude right there, <laughs> brother. <laughs> why did you re-like our page? What happened? Well, we can talk about this because I'm going to tell you people something. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Facebook is a conspiracy. <laughs> is this a rant? Are we going to hear it a rant? It is a rant. Let me start with by saying that Facebook is a conspiracy. Okay. A conspiracy against the world or just you? Me. So one sunny day... <laughs> I uh, was logging on. My, I turned on my Facebook, and it wouldn't let me log on. Right. And so... Too it, many porn sites open? No, not that day. Okay. But it let me... It Basically, it said, you have to give us your full name. Okay. We, they didn't believe that my real name was Big Daddy. J. Big Daddy O'Neill? Yeah, they didn't believe that was my real middle name. Crazy. I can't believe they'd, they'd not think no, that. No, but there's people on there that was like John Horsecock Miller, you know, and, and <laughs> are they getting bothered, you know? Probably. Probably because he put it in coats. Ooh. Yeah, good point. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> you had to produce I had to produce ID. a document and send it to them. With your official middle with name. With my official middle name on it, and I just put my middle name on it. So then it... But that was... It took 36 hours to resolve this deal. But okay. I was like, well, fuck this. I'm just going to start a new Facebook. Okay. And I did. And then in realizing how cool it was, because I got rid of a shitload of people that I didn't even like... <laughs> Right, and I only had to add people that I really actually liked, with right. the exception of Kaz Tomala. I actually, <laughs> I don't even know why I liked him, but I, you know, there's a bunch of people that actually, they're, you know, they're, I just I'm like, oh, this is a lot less of a headache. There you go. So, so I, I'm going to get rid of the old one. So the old one pops back up again because they approved my my old site. Gotcha. So yeah, so if you got a name and you have a. Uh, a moniker of something like that, you know, about you and your name, they're probably going to come after you too. Gotcha. So, and I think it might have to do with this terrorism thing because actually, you know, with social media, it's become so big that terrorists are using it to send um, all kinds of, you know, encoded messages. Encoded info to yeah. people. So yeah. that's probably what it's all about. So now they're actually wanting proof who you are. Who you are. Right. Interesting. So. Could be. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about some social uh, media musings or, or things we've gotten in the mailbag. Um, first of all, um, the re- old mailbag. Some interesting banter here. So, Haas's old mother-in-law, sweet, my sweet beautiful mother-in-law. Yes, Carol. She weighs in on episode twenty-five. They called her Christmas Carol because she always gives. <laughs> she. Um, <laughs> Nobody finds that amusing. So, Carol, my, my mother, Candy Sprinkles' mom, actually listens to a podcast. Episode 25. And she chooses the Christmas episode, probably thinking, oh, it's going to be about baby Jesus and his golden diapers. Well, it was. Right, it was. It was about a few other things. You know? um, but she actually, so she listened to it, which I was really excited that she did, actually. Mm-hmm. It was nice of her to, to see what we do. Um, but she did send us an email. Hmm. Yeah. Candy, you want to read Go that ahead. email from uh, from my mother-in-law? Just listened to the most recent Fork Talk show. One comment. Enlarge your vocabulary. 
The F word is much overused by all participants, and it doesn't communicate anything. Signed, Mom. Signed, Mom. What's mm. sent me? Wow. That was harsh. Well, first of all, I disagree. Okay. I felt like I, I, I had the feeling like I did when I was a child and I'd done something wrong. You know, I actually got that feeling, too, when you read that. But now that I'm, now I'm over it. No, oh, I'm actually I'm going after her. No, you're not. Oh, no, no. You don't want don't to go, go after there. her. I no, have to go her. after her. The F word yes. is the best word in the human language. It's it's used for many things. Many things. It conveys a lot of It can of be a verb. Meaning. It can be a noun. Adjective. Right? Everything. Yep. I think mm-hmm. what she was trying to communicate is that we are all much more intelligent. We are, but our audience is We have isn't. good vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> we have to communicate with the people. So you know, you play so, to your people, right? So we're talking down to the, we're, we're dumbing it down for the people. We're not, we're not talking to Harvard fucking graduates here. You know, we're talking <laughs> to a bunch of goddamn throwers. You know, sorry people, but it's true. Oh my gosh. Well, so here's the thing. Here's my take on it. First of all, Carol has her own podcast. Uh-huh. She has a podcast called Pearls and Hot Dish. It's stellar. It's a Midwest thing. Big it's big, huge. People Shut are up. people are listening that to it. She listens to or that she does. Place. She does. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Mhm. And what I found slightly contradictory was that in that uh podcast there's all kinds of f bombs that she's dropping. No, nice. she's uh huh. Really? She is. She's dropping f bombs like Fatiman. <laughs> oh shit! Really? That's and, offensive. And words like Krumkaka. 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 Uh huh. Is that is... what happens when you when you blow your load on some chick's face? Krumkaka. What? Krumkaka. Oh my gosh. Okay, so first of all, you might want to edit that. Uh, I can't now. It was in the middle of it. Um, the well, hopefully uh, your mother-in-law doesn't listen to that episode. Uh, she probably will, and then uh, she's going to not invite you anywhere. Um, anyway, so <laughs> this whole thing inspired me to look this up. I found some great info on www.housebara.com. It's called How to Curse in Norse. Hmm. Um, or I think you really had a curse in Norse. I thought you just went around and. Top people's heads off. Well, I care, apparently you can, right? Uh, Han Madra Roman Therva Kuran, which is in Norse means your mother wears Roman soldier shoes. Did you by, just say that to me? By Nera No Jibu. Who's that? That's the writer of this. This is who wrote this Oh, you this mean article. you actually can... Uh, oh, I was going to say you actually... You have to have your insults documented and approved. I'll just hmm. I, it was an interesting article about this, right? So she writes, every good Northman, barbarian or seaman should know a good curse or three, and in his home tongue. In, in <laughs> Wait a minute, she just said seaman and tongue in the same sentence. <laughs> she did. In the society, we all tend to ignore our home tongues for the common we speak now, but that is one of the reasons where creative uh, anachronists, not anarchists. anarchists. Um, it gives a feeling of periodness to spit at an opponent's feet and say gutturally, Mela, Grafla, Mikli, Thursur, or child born of a long dead sow. Wow. And slam down your helmet. That's bone chilling. I myself have led uh, a few melee charges yelling, Swina, Swina, which means pig penises. And pointed at the enemy. Pig penises. Here are some phrases in the Norse English. So you're riding your on use. your horse with a big sword and you're screaming, Pig penises! Right. Pig penises! Now, if I'm on the other side, I'm laughing. 
Possibly. Okay. I don't think Ragnar would say that. Because there's a bunch of crazy or assholes wrong. driving around with a fucking sword yelling, Pig penis Do you know where you got this article well, from, by the way? Yeah, www.hausabara.com. Yeah, it's a... Is it's it in the Nara onion? no Jabu. It's a website run by somebody who is in the SCA, the Society of Creative Anachronists, and they're the ones who go around... Oh, they're idiots. They're basically LARPers. Nice. Yes. That's good. Yes, indeed. That's why this is fantastic. Absolutely. Okay. Which means none of this is, is, is true. It's all bullshit. No, no, no. no. I just this realized is, that when Norse. I was reading this, I'm like, it's, it's a LARPer website. The SCA website. is a bunch of sword-fighting losers. They use LARPers. plastics. Yeah, exactly. So here's the Norse-English, right? fat women here's in some interesting corsets. Ones. Okay. Hanvar Draconia Gamla Vis Hurg Uskitr. I am a draconian, and thou art less than a heap of shite. Shit. Shite. Shit. Glamour. Glamla Lombug. Okay, can you stop? Gamla. Say He's it. totally butchering the language. Fine, say it. Gamla Lombugur, Sugandi Toki Tik Madir. Mm, thou art more. I like the way she said that. Make sucking her say that again. at the teat of your bitch dog mother. Oh, My holy God. shit! Now that's a throwdown. I like that. That's nasty. You, I'm gonna say it to Miles when I when I have her yeah, sheep well, off. Yeah, sucking the bitch tit mother of your sheep. <laughs> okay, say the next one there, Candy Sprinkles, since you're so good at Norse. She's better than you are. I'm I'm part Norwegian. So she is Norwegian. Whatever. Okay. Go. Praise Odin. They're downwind of us. <laughs> Praise God, they're downwind of us. Okay. That's interesting. Nice. That means that they're not farting. This is one of my favorite uh, for personal combat, she says. Oh, very good, wow. Stephanie. That was pretty good. Gaze upon thy destiny with this sword. I will cleave your lying maggot mouth with your swine heads. Huh? Wow. Wow. I gotta, I gotta so tell we, you something. I am super impressed with her uh, I, linguistic skills. I am too, and we've just increased our vocabulary of cursing, as my mother in law requested. Well, yes. I, I think I think that's all well and good, but I'm still going to stick with the old A. Hey, fuck you. I, th- well, I think I like that better. I think she's going to uh, probably give me grief and disown me, but oh well. I, there's an F After word, 20 years. Here's an F word that curse that we can use. Shut your dog she up. She wouldn't mind. Yeah. Fida. Fida, as in oof the fida. What does that mean? It's, it's an expression of like, ah, like, oh, gosh, fida. dang it. Fida. Oh. It's like yeah. something's really disgusting. My mom used to do that all the time. She'd walk around going, oh, fuck of, you. A lot, of, a lot of the Midwesterners, Norwegians, they'll say, oof the. Oh, oh, and she breaks, doesn't break her streak of tripping over wires. No, <laughs> she just spills beer all over the electronics. We're good, though. Use that shirt. Quit. No, no, no. Don't use the shirt. Go get a towel. Okay, we're going to go out to the next segment while I take the beer off of the, the electronics. Okay. <laughs> Let's go out to pop culture. We out. And what is this? Beer Fest in Part of Oktoberfest? Oktoberfest is for tosses and shape shaggers. Beer Fest is a long, the ultimate test of a beer gamer's all right, and we're back. And we're back. It is time now, Big Daddy. Yes, Hoss. What time is it? It's time for a papa culture. A papa culture. A papa culture. Papa culture. And current events. And current events. And the first one's a funny thing here. We got an article out of the International Business Times. The writer is a gentleman named Avanish Pandey. 
A vanished pandy. Yep. And uh, it's called Hidden Planets Beyond Pluto? Question mark. Possible, says new study. Wow. They must have one hell of a telescope. Our solar system might be hiding two more planets in the icy darkness beyond Pluto. Wait a minute. Hold on a second here. Okay. My understanding is that Pluto is not a planet. Pluto was decided to not be a planet. Okay. And then recently they put it back in as a planet. They can't do that. They did. Well, you can't. The National Scientific Planet Consortium put it back in. I think that there's some kind of a divide between who determines the planets and who determines that they're not planets. The scientists, yes. Yeah, and I think that they're on a... We're arguing about it, obviously. Well, they decided that Pluto is a planet, and according to the recent study conducted by a team of scientists in Spain and the UK, the scientists whose work has been published in the Journal of Monthly Notices of the Royal Astronomical Society Letters came to the conclusion after studying the orbits of several, and this is interesting, extreme trans-Neptunian objects, or ETNOs, which are cold, frigid bodies orbiting the sun in large elliptical paths beyond Neptune. Is Neptune next to Pluto, or, or is it... Neptune is a moon of Pluto. No, Neptune is a planet. What? <laughs> Neptune's all by itself. Yes. All I can say is, you know, I, when I go to the bathroom, I got Klingons circling Uranus. <laughs> Based on these observations, the scientists speculate that there could be at least two undiscovered planets whose gravitational pull is affecting the orbits and the distribution of the ETNOs. Et, or Etnos. Okay. Let's just call them Etnos. Now, Big Daddy, knows that Big Daddy here's, how, here's why this caught my eye. Yeah. Since the ladies have continually told us that there's no way in hell they're going to let us go on the Mars mission that we have our name ready for. Yeah. And if if our listeners will remember, I can't remember what episode it was, but we have our names on that uh, flight to Mars that happens in 25 years. Mm-hmm. And we're going there because gravity is significantly less on Mars. Yeah, I just got our jackets. Did you? Mm-hmm. Like NASA cool they're, Yeah, they're embroidered. Oh. Got a big red plant on the back. Sweet. With yeah, uh, sheaf standards. So the girls have said that we can't go, nope. and we wanted to go so that our PRs would be killer because we would have the, all the records on, on well, Mars. I don't know why they don't want us to go. It's a one-day event. True. Of course, it takes us years to get there and back. <laughs> right. A few months. To it's only a one-day event. There's right. no coming back. That's the thing. It's only a one-day event. Well, we can make it back. Yeah. we're tra- Well, we're terraforming, and then we'll come back. Yeah. But anyway, here's why I thought this. If they're not going to let us go to Mars, then you and I will take up the job of going after the guys who've got money to take these potential new planets out. Because they are adding gravitational pull that is hurting our PRs. You hmm. don't understand. Good I point. Think and if we, if, we take these, if we take these out, there will be less works. gravitational Hot. issues It'll be, uh, and we'll have better throwing. The, I, okay, I can... Did someone ask you your opinion on this, Candy Sprinkles? I'm she's weighing us. it. Obviously, she's got something to say. Um, I don't know, but the letters after my degree say <laughs> B.S. Bachelor of Science, not B.A. Bachelor of Arts. So, I'm just saying, well, I took more science classes yes, than Yes, that's because mine is B.A. Badass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anywho. Well, I just think, I don't think extraplanetal... Extra planet objects oh, beyond extra planetal extra objects, <laughs> extra balls. I think those Klingons are circling your Uranus. I don't think the Etnos are going to affect 
the gravitation they will do. pull on Earth the, one I iota. Feel the, I can feel the pull on my right testicle. If those things were destroyed, <laughs> we'd be. I could easily get another foot. But they've always that's been a midget there. pulling on your testicle. That, <laughs> sorry, little Isn't person. It? Hey now, why don't you just destroy Jupiter or Saturn? I mean, they're big. Why would you destroy Saturn? It's beautiful. It's got rings around it. Yeah. These are just superfluous out there. No one would miss these. Yeah. There's what, nobody going there. What should we name them? Um, well, we'll name them yeah, um, Kenneth Noisewater and um, Jack Johnson. That's I what don't you, like Jack Johnson. That's what you name mm-hmm. both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Let's name one of them Man Mountain Dean and the other one Pinky the Pipsqueak. Okay, sounds good. You like that? I like it. Okay, okay we'll send we'll send a letter to the well. I'm taking out Pinky Royal first. Astronomical, uh, Astronomical Society. Yes. Okay. Here's the other apapaculture uh, item. The ass. You ready? Astronomical. The astronomical. You know, a lot of people in the astronomical society. Yes. Have a condition called Aspergers. <laughs> they probably Get it? do. Get it? Aspergers. That's funny. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I feel juvenile. What? Yeah. That's crazy talk. Yeah, I got crazy talk. All right, here's another funny story. Interesting news, right? We, and this is interesting with Burns Night Supper coming up soon, right? We're yep. in Burns Supper Night territory. January, yeah, January. 25th. January and February time frame yep. is usually when everybody gets theirs on. All right, here's the deal. MSN News, this is the Business Insider by Stefano Posbin. Stefano. Or, or Stefano. Didn't you ever watch Days of Our Lives? Come on. I think you're putting the accent on the wrong syllable again. Yeah. <laughs> Former British surgeon says Americans should eat more haggis to fight what? Obesity. Good point. <laughs> Good point. A UK Drop your McDonald's, ladies and gentlemen. Put down your fillet of fish and pick up a and fucking haggis. That's right. A UK politician has suggested eating more haggis as a way to tackle America's obesity epidemic, the BBC reports. Haggis is, of course, a traditional Scottish dish made of the heart, liver, and lungs of a sheep or lamb, and chopped up meat is mixed with oatmeal and other spices, such as cayenne pepper. little cayenne pepper, some onion. And onion, and just packed up like a jumbo sausage into the lining of a sheep or lamb's stomach and boiled. I gotta, here's the thing, though. I'll tell you what, Mr. UK politician, ex-doctor yep. guy. Mm-hmm. America will go ahead and clean up its obesity problem. America, okay. If uh, England will clean up their teeth problem, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, Higgs ain't good for your teeth, is what he's saying. <laughs> um, so the U.S. Food and uh, Drug Administration the, has uh, FDA. prohibited the import of Scottish haggis since 1971, when a ban was placed on any food containing animal lungs. Why? The ban was reinforced in the late eight, 1980s mad during cow. Europeans' mad cow disease scare. Food Safety News reports. They still have uh, people having problems with mad cow over there. They still ask you for, you know, have you been in a rural area when you come back through customs and yeah, stuff like that? Yeah, we used like to lie all the time because we actually, the, across the road from us was a sheep farm. And we, have you been in contact with any animals? Nope. Nobody. We did not lie as far as you know, Stephanie. Yeah, there we know that was federal officers listening to this. Well, you know, we know it was a lie because well uh, Brett still has his uh, Velcro mittens. Right. <laughs> Those poor sheep. But Lord and his McCall, knee-high rubber boots. But, but Lord McCall of Dulwich, a member of the House of Lords who previously worked as a professor and surgeon at Guy's and St. Thomas Medical School in London, is working toward having the ban lifted. He lamented the condition of 24 million American Scots who were denied, quote, this wholesome food because of a ban on food imports, the BBC said. Well, you know what? Why import this stuff? We got all that stuff here. We can make our own damn haggis, right? True. That's true. What's the point? Why would we want to freeze haggis over there? To send it over here, 
You know, we can have fresh haggis. True. Good this point. guy can suck it. Good point. Dulwich claims the haggis satisfies, quote, hungry very much more than the junk food which Americans consume. Um, the BBC reports, and that the Scottish food would help deal with the obesity epidemic in America. Why are they so, so concerned with our epidemic of obesity? I think this, are there no fat people in I, England? I think this guy is just trying to get Scottish exports going and decided that instead of junk food, we should eat their junk food. Which is yeah. You want to yeah. get rid of obesity, right? Yes. Stop feeding kids Cheetos and Pepsi and let them play video and games all feed day Feed them long. haggis. Haggis does have some nutrients. A haggis producer in Edinburgh described the Odie spicy mints as a, a great source of iron, fiber, and carbohydrate with no artificial colors, flavorings, or preservatives. But it's far from a health food. It's high in saturated fat and salt. In 2006, the Scottish government placed haggis on a list of foods that should be eaten in moderation alongside turkey twizzlers and burgers. Oh, my God. Turkey, turkey twizzlers. Turkey twizzlers and burgers. What are turkey twizzlers? Turkey twizzlers are a British school food it's, that is some of the rankest, awful food it's ever. It's, like, worse than chicken nuggets. Yeah, it's Really? Gross. It's pretty bad. It's like a fish stick it's, made out of turkey? It's basically yeah. all of this, the carcass crap of the tur- of the chickens all ground up into a paste and then tried to be thrown off as food. Yeah. It's pretty bad. At the time, BBC quoted a Scottish executive spokeswoman who said, Haggis is tasty, but due to fairly high salt and fat content, young children should only indulge in moderation. On Tesco's online market, Haggis nutritional values are listed at 240 uh, calories per 100 grams. Almost 14% of it is pure fat. Okay, 14% fat is actually not not that bad bad for a a protein item. I mean, that's... So there you go. Right, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, if you 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 go to a store and you buy beef, you're you're probably buying 70% ground beef. 30% fat. Yeah. Or 80-20, yeah. So, and if you buy 80-20, you need the 20 to cook down... It, it, it disappears when you cook it, right? Right. So you need that. Yeah. So yeah. I like I think, you know, I'd, I'd like to know, you know, what's their obsession with American obesity, number one? Number two is who gives a shit? Well, yeah. I mean, the, well, in I think Scotland, they invented the deep-fried Mars bar. I mean, if that's not a recipe for obesity, I, what is? I think it's just fantastic that the Scottish guy saying, hey, if you want to fight this, have some haggis. We, we As Highlanders, we like this. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to. If you're going to uh, have haggis, have haggis, but make sure you put your HP sauce on it. Right. Well, I think we got someone else who would like to speak of the devil. The haggis. Look who is in oh. studio now. It is the one, the, the only, only, a devil, devil hand. Job. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Hey, y'all. <laughs> is she on? She's. I don't hear nothing. Flip the switch on your mic up right there. Now give me your dulcet tones. Hey, y'all. There it is. There it is. We now missed tell us, that. Tell us about the big daddy. Welcome back to Fort Tuck Studios, Devil Ange. Yes, thank you. Welcome back. I very much liked Devil Ange on our last episode. She was, she was on fire. Yeah. She was sassy, <laughs> and uh, I liked it, actually. When I re-listened to it... You got to listen carefully, Fork Talk Nation. But in the background, you can hear Devil Ange dropping little little comments here and there that are really, really funny and just aren't loud enough to register to stop us from talking. It yeah, was funny only, as hell. Only small dogs could hear. Bite me. It wasn't actually a, a cut. 
So, uh, so I kept talking about my little winky. <laughs> that was so funny. That was bothering me. Yeah. Stop, Stop saying little. She kept, yeah, she kept saying, mm, little winkers, little winky, little winky. And I'm like, hey, can you stop using the word little? <laughs> so that's I it. Mean, like that. I meant like cute. Right. Well, yeah, cute. You know, yeah, because that's what it is. Yeah. Cute. Horse cocks are all Hot, cute. Hot, sexy. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's, uh, that's it for a papa culture. A papa culture. Wait a minute. Didn't you want to weigh in on Haggis? I think Angie is actually a, a subject expert. Angie, yeah, here's the deal, Devil Ange. We just read an article from the BBC that says that this um, Scottish parliamentarian, he de- he was declaring that if we want to help fight the American obesity epidemic, we should eat more haggis. Ooh, I think haggis is pretty fatty. It's only right. got 14%. We just discussed this. Oh. 14%, per- 14% fat per 100 grams, which is actually not that bad. Are you a fan of haggis? I love haggis. Yes. Do you like haggis more than you like um, pie? Meat I don't pie? Like pie. Your meat pies. I love haggis. I'm not a big meat pie fan. Really? Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you like shepherd's pie more than you like haggis? No. Really? How about hair pie? I love haggis. So if you had the option of the Irish Times shepherd's pie that you love in victoria bc shout what what or haggis what would you have haggis really absolutely if you, wow. only, if you right. only had one food to eat for the rest of your life what would it be i'd probably go with haggis let me tell you something Who wouldn't? I, can I, love att- haggis. I can attest mm. to it because mm. as we all know her mother has a meat pie and haggis business on the side and uh, yeah Whenever there's... She's the meat pie heiress. Haggis. Angie will take a tub of it, and she will sit there and watch TV. Like, you and I would watch TV and popcorn. Yes. She'll eat haggis. Haggis. Yep. And See? Branson pickles. She's a haggis queen. Uh, and and Branson, Branson pickle sauce. pickle sauce. Gross. Yep. All right. Well, that is it for this segment. We outie. Out the dough. Let's go have some haggis. I'm hungry now. Yeah, and I'm hungry for haggis. <laughs> what, what? You stole it! And now, instead of having Deutschland's greatest beer, we merely have fourth best. The Steinemarsen Radenberger und. Und! Und Bex? Und Bex? Yeah. Und Bex! Big Daddy, you know what that means. Yeah, that means the Olympics. That means Olympics, and that means we're into the segment of Olympics replaceable with Highland Games. Which, if you ask me, yes, most of them could be replaced. Well, this is true. Well, we're working through the list. This is for sure. Right. And we have really enjoyed this segment in the past. Uh, for those who haven't heard it. We, we have enjoyed it. I don't know that our listeners have enjoyed it, but then again... We don't, we don't care. care. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, sir. Yes, we no have offense. the uh, Olympics replaceable with the Highland Games. So in this segment, listeners, if you have not heard before, we pick out a particular sport in the Olympics and we make um, arguments for why it can be replaced with any of the Highland Games or the entire event sequence. Pretty much. Yep. And now... Big Daddy, I was thinking, since it's winter time, I was thinking we should focus back on Winter Olympics. Obviously. Okay. And we previously disagreed on removing curling. Well, you disagreed. 
No, you you wanted it removed. Yes. You said it's a crap sport. And I, you agreed that I think it was a, a good sport. It's an amazing sport. And you're full of shit. And all of our Canadian brothers believe Well, no, I, we got a lot of messages saying that I was right and you were wrong. No, no, not at all. Pretty much. Yeah. And, and we decided that biathlon rocked. Well, yeah, because George Patton actually was a biathlete. Yeah, and you, you, you ski and you shoot. Anything you ski and shoot, good. Anytime you shoot, Period. that should be good. But the problem is... The skiing makes it a sport. The shooting, I would like maybe them not to so increase the caliber of rifle they use instead of twenty-two. They use more than a twenty-two. No, it's a twenty-two rifle. Oh, you know what? Fuck that! Get them out of here. <laughs> it's a BB gun and a damn pair of skis. All right. So, um, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? With what? With which event I think we should remove from Winter Olympics for Highland Games? You know what? You go first, since you're. If you look at the show sheet here, you're actually first. <laughs> I was being polite. Uh, I, I get that. <laughs> but I'd like you to be able to stick with the show. Okay. So, uh, I am going to put up Nordic Combined. Nordic Combined. Do you know Nordic Combined? Yes. It's a combination of ski jumping and cross-country skiing. Way to, re- way to read that off the sheet. Okay. Yes. That you write it? You want me to read it? Yes, that is true. It is a combination of ski jumping and cross-country skiing. That's now, what I just said. My point is, on getting rid of it for Highland Games, is one, ski jumping is already an event. Right. We don't need to do it again. Gotcha. Secondly, uh, cross-country skiing is an event. Don't need to do it again. Nope. So why do we have to have a totally separate event where you do both of them? It's not like it's the 10-event biathlon. Uh, by um decathlon decathlon dick decathlon right De-decathlon. which is cool it's unless they're going to do all 10 or something crazy yeah i say it's <laughs> ridiculous you already got two of them you don't get a third where you combine them no if you want to combine something i'd combine bobsled okay say luge Sh- shooting <laughs> yeah bobsled and shooting Put a 50 caliber machine gun on a fucking bobsled <laughs> and just go after people. Now that's a sport. Or the guy in the back, who's the last oh, one yeah. in, is on the back and he has to either hold a pistol or a rifle and shoot targets as they go by. No, 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 that no. That would no. be you awesome. You got to kill your other competitors. That way there's only one first place. <laughs> so you'd have to have a bigger luge track where you could actually move and they both go down the hill and they basically take each other out as they're going down. Right. Absolutely. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. I think that I think killing would go against the spirit of the Olympics. I don't mm. know. Back in the Greek the Olympics, uh, they would actually kill each other when they were wrestling. Really? Against the spirit of the modern Olympics. Put and it that way. Maybe yeah. we need to have more well, of that there was to no settle winter. world affairs. There was no winter Olympics back in those days anyway because it was Greek Greece. True. Right? So. Very true. But, you know, that brings up another point. Um which is? Which I just forgot. So <laughs> never mind, and just let's go on. Well, you, well, you you put yours up. Uh, we're in agreement then. Right. We're, in, we're in agreement. We're in agreement. That, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I picked a good one. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. yep. My uh, my sport would be freestyle. And I got this example from Candy. Okay. Uh, I was leaning towards something else uh-huh. that had to do with figure skating, I think. And then she said freestyle skiing. Okay. Because jumps and twists and moguls and such. Okay, gotcha. Yes, yes. And so the I, X game I, guys. I, I right? totally agreed with that. I thought that was it's true. It was a bunch of bullshit. How many ski events do you really need? You know. But then you think about it, it's the Winter Olympics. You know what are you going to do? You got snow and ice. Right. Right. So. 
So they've got. I thought that was bullshit. Wasn't that an X game originally, and then it became an Olympic? Yeah, it was been. introduced back in the '90s, I believe, and it was like an X Games thing. And for a while, as part of freestyle skiing, they even had ski ballet, which is like the dumbest thing ever. Right, that'd oh. be like that. What's that one where they have the pole and the ribbon and gymnastics? It also, it also, yeah. it also <laughs> seems like a place where it's like let's get let's get have a, a, an event where all of the. Um, Guys with dreads and everything can yeah, compete, got- or ex ex alpine skiers who want a second career and more medals, and so they stop doing the proper skiing and they do now mogul but and jump. Here's right. the thing, like, yeah, the ski jumping where they do all the twists and turns and stuff is cool, but we've already got that in the snowboard competition. We don't need right. We got the half pipe well, and, and everything else. I think anytime you have a subjective sport where you have judges, I think it, it's, it's kind of you know, I mean, it's hard to delineate between a gold medal and a bronze medal and a silver medal if you got you know yeah, it's based mo- on points is totally stupid would right. you so yeah, yeah. It, with that with that thought process big daddy would mm-hmm. you suggest that the subjectivity of a judge on caber judging would be a hard thing to do in an olympics mm. or no could, or could only if it was modern... if it came down to degrees yes but if it was just a straight old 12 o'clock and beyond right you should be fine with that. You know what you could do with modern technology, which would be badass, is you take those overhead cameras like they have for football, and you follow the, the athlete with that right behind you, turn, and then the guys with the monitors can immediately overlay a perfect clock right over top of your shoulder, creating the creating the line, hmm. and find exactly where it landed. That would work. That would be cool. That would work. No, you know, uh, one sport that is a New England Olympic, so I will say is badass, is skeleton. Yes. yes. I talk, mean, I you're going downhill as fast as possible, face head, first. Face first. That's you're, scary. You're looking at that. Now, that's badass. That's there. crazy. Yeah. And bobsledding is another pretty badass. So a lot of people have, over the years have died in bobsledding. Yeah. It can, and and so luge and skeleton. There's a guy, um, his name escapes me, but he's an arm wrestler from Russia. Yeah. And uh, he got recruited to the Russian bobsled team, and so far has won a gold and a silver medal. Really? Yeah. Wow. They yeah. tend to recruit for the last guy, the push guy, like uh, super track athletes yeah. and well, stuff yeah, that they, have really there hard was that pushes. NFL player. Did Herschel Walker yeah, do that? Yeah, Herschel Walker. Yeah, I think he did. He was yeah. recruited to the USA bobsled team as he a pusher. Was. Yeah. All right. Bobsled. So we're in I agreement. I think he did as well there as he did in football. So we're in agreement. Yeah, that's true. We're in agreement that freestyle skiing and. Um, Nordic combined both out. Yep. Out for out. Highland Games. Out that they're going to go right out with curling. And I would add ice dancing, but we decided not to attack the whole figure skating category this well, time. We got you're you're getting ahead of yourself well, because we have another segment to do some also, other time. Maybe get rid of it for another. It's also segment. another very subjective. You know, I mean, you're, you you got judges awarding points like gymnastics. You know, so right, right, very good. Anyway, well, yeah. so that's so it. bye bye to those sports. Hello, Highland Games. Woohoo. You know, you could do Highland Games, Winter Highland Games, Olympics. You know, all you do is you know, just use multicolored implements that were, like, say, you could see them in the snow. Right. Right? Like a big bright orange wait for distance. Yeah. Well, like that video of uh, Matt uh, in Canada doing hammer practice yeah, yeah. in the snow and yeah. launching those hammers. Yep. And then they just kind of poof. Or out. set them on fire. Yes. Even better. Flaming, Flaming hammer, hammer toss. Flaming hammer. Flaming caber. In ice. It, I know, yeah, that'd perfect. Be, that'd be awesome. I'm all for it. Oh, my gosh, that'd be cool. Yep. All right, so that's it. Olympics replaceable with Highland Games. We out. We out, baby.
magical. It's laughing at me. I wish I could brush my teeth with it. Oh. I want to put my dick in it. I want it to put its dick in me. Oh. I wish it were winter. We could make it into ice blocks and skate on it. Hmm. And then melt it in the springtime and drink it. And Big Daddy, we're back. Indeed we are. It's, back. It's time for another segmento. Segmento. Yes. Segmento. And after a longer hiatus than I would like, we have uh-huh. our, we have someone that we love, one of the staff back, ready to give us a report. Yeah, I, I think we were talking about uh, maybe letting this person go. Right. You know, uh, due to his uh, absenteeism. Right. But, uh, then we, you know, we thought about it and we thought, well, you know, where else are we going to get somebody that will work for nothing? And, you know, be as cool as uh, our guest. Well, someone well, our staff member. Someone looked into his contract as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how he got this through HR, but he's got like 328 hours that renews every six months mm-hmm. of off time. Right, right. So he's, yeah. he's, he's kind of calling it in all the time. But Well, when your HR is HR puffing stuff, that's what you get. <laughs> And his golden flute. I got a golden flute for you. <laughs> Your mother's been talking about me again. Um, well, so, Candy, crack it up. Let's. Who's it going to be? Oh, yeah. We know that music. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's the one, the only, the international man of mystery. Mr. Miles Wetzel. Gentlemen, welcome back, my friend. Welcome back. I found my way back home, and I I represent all those remarks. (laughs) We know you do. But, you know, Brett wanted to shit can you, and I said, no, we can't do that. We love this guy. That is not fair. (laughs) Actually, Brett Brett saved you. I was going to shit can you. Then I thought, no, I can't shit can you. I like him too much. But we are going to shit can some people. Are we? Yeah, we well, should have There wouldn't be any cherry here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back to Fork Talk, Mr. Wetzel, the international man of mystery. What has been going on out there in the world? Gracias, amigo. Um, well, you know, we've been through the frozen tundra of December, December which uh, kicked me in the dick with the bronchitis and the uh, flu. But we're emerging from that now that we're past the winter solstice. Nice. Mm. The winter solstice will heal all, I understand. Uh, this month, we're about a month after, and doesn't it feel nice? You can feel spring coming on. Spring really affects me. I'm with you. I'm with you there. Yeah. You mean in a positive way? It makes you feel good about the time to come? Absolutely. I start to feel froggy, and I'm about ready to hop. All right. <laughs> Going from one little bad to the next. <laughs> so, you know, Miles, I, I, go ahead. I, I, I tend to, I tend to uh, matriculate towards trouble this time of year easily. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Well, kind of like uh, you, get, you get a little more randy, you think, in the spring, like, you know, like an animal, like a bull? I think, I think Miss Cheryl will attest to that. Okay. (laughs) Likes to rub the horns, get the velvet off it, as they say. We should probably get her on the show one of these days to give us a little insight on the old international man of mystery. (laughs) (laughs) She she has some stories. Yeah, you probably wouldn't be as uh, mysterious then. (laughs) No. Yesterday was a perfect day, though. You know, had my training, uh, had a nap. Cheryl cooked me a... uh, 
a T-bone on the grill mm. when I came home. Oh boy! And then, uh, yes, had had a, had three Hanks and a little romance. It was just fabulous. But explain the Hanks to our listening audience in case they don't understand it. Is that a southern that's thing? An old, that's an old school southern uh, name for a Heineken. Ah, yes, yes, mm. indeed. My dad used to call him the Green Death. Yeah, that, that's a that's a Hank. Yeah. So you know, and uh, and I like those. Uh, you know, just enough meat there on the potato for me. You know, something there, and keep keep around the fridge. Yeah, that'll work. Of all the beer I like to drink, actually, I'll I'll, I'll grab a Heine every once in a while. I know you uh-huh. will, and, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and I want to do a video, maybe uh, your way. Uh, in response to the video with you and the Mr. Ohio. The Mr. Ohio? You mean I Mr. Bar- want- Barouche? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I might want a little of that sheaf action. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Are you calling me out? He, uh, he is. I believe so. I, I, would, I wouldn't mind having a smidgen of that. Oh, well, I'll tell you what, Mr. Miles, International Man of Mystery. I know. I'm way up in the older weight class, in the older age class <laughs> now. I'm up in the 55. But, you know, I realize I have more experience, and I'm sorry, but we'll just have to let that go. Hey, you know what? I can, de- I can deal with that. I'm sure we can come up with some way. Somehow, that even though I'm a younger, youthful, more <laughs> vibrant individual than yourself, that we can, you know, cross sheaf forks. Hey, now in the future, don't cross and the actually, And actually, uh, um, you know, take you up on that. I'll I'll agree to the younger and the youthful, but I'll uh, I'll protest the more vibrant. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll, I'll trade you a Vibrant for a Viagra. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, let's talk north-south. Hang on, before you say Ooh, that. Oh, yeah. So, you're, so here, you just threw down the gauntlet, Wetzel, so here's what we're going to do, okay? All right. Okay. So we're gonna, where are we going to meet? Masters Worlds? Before we get to the, to the place to meet, what are we going to wager? Ooh. Just, I mean, just, just to make it interesting. I, know, like, I, mean, well, I, I like to have a goal. You're kind of putting the cart before the horse, my friend. You know, it's like saying, okay, well, let's let's wager on a football game. But, oh, yeah, by the way, it's the Super Bowl. Mm, okay. No. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so you, you let's figure out a place, and then we'll figure out a wager. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of talk there, buddy. I, I can see the fear in his eyes, Miles. Fear well, in the uh, eyes. You know, the venue doesn't matter. Like, I'm ready now. Um, okay. My sheaf fork is is hot right now from the winter training where it's good. Or, you know, later on down the road, you know, where you want to take a look at the calendar and see where we're going to be. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. In the meantime, you and I will put together our uh, training montages, I believe. That sounds uh, exactly correct. Uh And at the minimum, we know that we'll both be in St. Louis around September. That's what I'm saying. Uh That's exactly what I'm saying. So here's... 
let's just say that uh, we'll, uh, we'll... If we can't get to it sooner. <laughs> right, right. If it doesn't happen earlier. If it doesn't happen earlier than that, whatever. It, it, you know what, I'm, I'm ready, like like you just said, I'm ready right now. In fact, i got a sheet fork in the truck, okay? Brett has a set of standards right here. I'm in the truck. <laughs> I'm in the truck already I'm, with the key in the ignition. I'm underneath the standards. I actually just threw one over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, you're on. Let the training montages begin. All right, let's go. All right, north-south, give it to us. South team won, and Brady Miller won the overall today. Beat out Brent Miller by, I believe, half a point. Wow. Hmm. A, a, Mil- to, a, Miller, a, Miller. Bro- a Miller brother won, too. <laughs> no, they're awesome. Were they on the South team? Yes. In fact, uh, uh, Brady won the game in, uh, to become the captain of the South team. Nice. He was the man. That's kind of stacking the deck. Having two Brad, who having two Miller brothers on one team. That's a lot of experience on that team. Is. is all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying too. Who else was on the South team? Um, I couldn't give you the full roster off the top of my head right now. I'm ashamed to say. Now, for those that may not know this, right? This is an annual event where the North and South once again come together to do battle, but in this particular venue, it is North and South throwers groups in a team competition throwing Highland Games contesting, what, at least eight of the events, Miles, or do they do all nine? This is where Kay Cummings used to run the majority of the games in the Southeast when he was the daddy of it all. And he's the one who kind of brought us into the modern era where the athletes would get free rooms and we would come in and take care of us and have the awards. And at the end of the year, he would have the top five throwers from the North compete against the top five throwers from the South for a team competition where there's a beautiful cup with the winners' names from each year on that on the cup and from the year. And it's uh, kind of like a small Stanley Cup-looking thing. And it's uh, you'll see some incredibly impressive names on there. Pros that, you know, you know Sean, that's retiring. Uh, be, you know, many, many great pros uh, have come through there competing at this, everybody, where it's just a, a real honor to do this. And it used to be at the end of the year we'd have it, but because of the game situation, now it's held held over and it's the beginning of the next year when we do it right at the, right at the start of the year hmm. that's cool very prestigious to be to be on this team is extremely prestigious um you name a top thrower and they were there on one of those teams as they were coming up you know were uh really really neat that's awesome that's awesome the south rises the south the south did rise uh does that mean we don't have to free the slaves? What? <laughs> hey, hey, Miles, like, this is Candy. I got a question for you. Um, is this just, like, one division, or are there, like, you know, multiple, like, masters and women and blah, 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 or is it just the men open team? Open. open. Okay, cool. One, one year they had where they had a, had a, the, a girl on each team before – Girl throwing became more popular, but they had, but they've never had that again. It's just always usually the top five guys, and no masters, no women, none of that. It's just 
the cream of the crop, and it was really just as, uh, it, you know, where you go to the game and, and uh, you have a banquet. It was really something as a reward for all the good throwers at the time, and it's, uh, that sounds it's really cool. a neat, fun thing. Yeah. yeah, I saw yeah. The, the North team. They had a picture on Facebook, and they were all dressed really nicely and shirt and tie and all that stuff. They were really representing pretty cool. So, you know. Oh yeah, I wore yeah. I wore a suit to the banquet always. Always wore a suit to the banquet. Nice. That's really cool. Very cool. Very cool. Well, good. Thanks for that report, yeah. Miles. I'm glad that the the soft came through. That's good. I know that's uh, your home turf because being that you're from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Alabama. Roll Tide, right? Rolled. Tied. Yeah, <laughs> this year they were. <laughs> they got rolled this year. Whoops. Hey, can't win them all. Still in mourning. Still in mourning. Yes, yes. Hey, uh, they take a loss real heavy here in the city. I imagine. We're, uh, but they don't lose often, though. True. Well, they got probably the you know arguably the best college coach, you know, working for him right now. So true. Well, he he won what. Three of them in the last six years. He won three. Uh, that's yeah. solid. That's pretty solid. That'll keep, that'll keep his job. Cool. I think so. At least, at least three. You know, the end of January. Hey Miles. So this particular podcast, we've got uh, a theme. The theme is guilty pleasures that we're going to be talking about. And so, as long as we've got you on, we should ask you about yours. There's three categories. Uh, the first category is music. Is there, a, is there a music that the Fork Talk Nation would be surprised that the international man of mystery gets down to uh, when he's uh, wanting some tunes? I don't think you'd be surprised. Uh, you'd know that I'd probably go old school. In fact, I, I just love the Stones. I love the old Stones. Um, I posed to Sympathy for the Devil uh, back in 1995 where I still like the Stones, man. Nice. Nice. I wouldn't necessarily think of you as a Stones guy, but that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, that's why it's a guilty pleasure. Right. How about, okay, and then the next category is movies. Is there a movie that you love or you cry to or whatever that people would be surprised that the big man Miles Wetzel loves? Um, probably It's a Wonderful Life, where I watch that every year with the family and, uh, and I know what I'm supposed to be like this tough whatever, but it breaks me down, man. I, I, and I love that kind of movie even, you know, that, uh, where I just, you know, I think it's beautiful and all, and it, it does, it breaks me down where even, you know, my wife, they're, they're like you, you know, they laugh at me and everything, but you know, it's, that's good. That's exactly what we're talking about. The movie that gives you the, the tearjerker that, that brings you crying like a baby every time. That's right. Absolutely. That's, That's what Full Metal Jacket yeah. does to me, boy. I'll tell you what. I just start howling, <laughs> crying. That's right. Now, this final category, it's going to be tough because, you know, you eat so dang good with a wife who cooks like a mad woman. But you have a guilty food pleasure that we would not be um, one to guess? Uh, if you say quiche, you are no longer my friend. <laughs> No, I'm a basic caveman. You know, like my favorite thing is is a rib roast. I love a rib roast. But my, you know, when she makes that that turkey dinner for the holidays, where with the pan dressing and the sweet potato casserole and 
you know, beans and, and biscuits, man. Oh, yeah, that's, baby. That's a home run there. And Cheryl really, <laughs> she does a incredible job. And I know I put photos up on my, on my uh, blog of her work where she yeah. really does a nice job. Uh, in the kitchen, where I love, I love what she does. I've mm. actually found myself drooling on Nazga, looking mm. at the picture of the food. Tasty. He's always got. Tasty. He's always got this beautiful. It looks like a picture perfect, like a like. Let's say it's steak, right? She's got this beautiful right, done like, steak, like Food Network. Like they're taking pictures. Food Network ain't got nothing on her. That's right. Food Network is is McDonald's compared to Cheryl. Okay. <laughs> they got. She's got this beautiful steak, kind of falling off the edge of the plate. All the trimmings on it, and a nice, big, beautiful glass of tea. Mm. I don't even like tea, sweet tea, but I would fucking drink that tea. Mm-hmm. That right That's now. right, baby. Yep. sweet tea. Yes, we need to put that Official on our bucket drink. list. Bucket list. Go to mm. go to um, the International Man of Mysteries house and eat and eat. <laughs> That's good. Probably stuff. want to ask Cheryl about that. I think she'd be okay with it. <laughs> we just have to Agreed. slaughter more cows. Yeah, it's all. Agree. That's all. That's called right. Southern Hospitality. All righty. Well, International Man of Mystery, thanks for stopping in. Great to catch Thank up you with gentlemen. you. Always a pleasure to hear thanks. from my good friend, Miles Wetzel. Thank you. We really talked in a lot today, almost like overtime with all the hours I've put in lately. <laughs> love to send you another pair of socks, I guess, huh? <laughs> right, yeah. He does get paid OT. Gosh dang it, he just reminded us of that. Son of a bitch. Dang it. All right, Miles. Be- I love those socks. I compete in those. Yeah, baby. Awesome. Fork Talk representing. Roger that. All right, be good. All right, Miles, take care. Be Say good. hi to the wife and family there. Take care, guys. See you, bye. 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 All right, the man, the international man of mystery checks in and checks out. Yes. Like a ghost. Like a freaking ghost. Yeah, he is silent but deadly. That was good. I like uh, your farts. <laughs> let's get out to yeah. the next segmento. Segmento. We out. Out. question you guys know so much about women how come you here at like a gas and sip on a saturday night completely alone drinking beers no women anywhere and big daddy we are back we're back in the crack <laughs> what huh? <laughs> i don't want to be back in anybody's crack what won't be the first time hey now hey it is time for our final segment our final segmento Thank you for that rendition. Mento. Um, it is guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasure. Man. So the theme of this has been a little bit of guilty pleasure action. and I hear glory holes are your guilty here's, pleasure. Wow, really? Hello. Interesting. Okay. Um, so here's the way we're going to roll with this. Roll, baby. We've got three different categories of guilty pleasures. We're going to talk a little bit about each of those from our list. Mm. Everybody in the panel is a, is uh, up for this. And we're going to start first with, I think we'll start with mm. movies first, actually. Movies. Movies. Okay. And the so the question is, Big Daddy. Yes. 
What is a guilty pleasure movie that you like that most people or a lot of people might be surprised that the Big Daddy is into? Well, I know most people probably think, oh, yeah, full, full metal, metal jacket. jacket. But that's not a guilty pleasure. That's actually something like that. You know? Right. Everybody would know that you like that. Of course you right. like it. A movie that would be a guilty pleasure for me would probably be Say Anything. Ooh. Say Anything. Yeah, with uh, Cusack. With John, John Cusack. Cusack. He holds a boombox over his head. You yes. Know? Yes. Yeah, that's a good movie. With, uh, yeah. Uh, what was the song? Your in your eyes, eyes in your the light, eyes. the heat, your Peter eyes, yeah. I am complete. That's funny, good. every time you hear that song, you think of that movie. Mm-hmm. True. It's yeah. iconic. It is iconic. Very good. That's interesting. I yeah. would not have thought that. Most people wouldn't. Sport you. of the future. All right. And <laughs> yeah, kickboxing, sport of the future? No? No. no okay. No. Okay. Um, okay, how about uh, Candy Sprinkles? What is yours? My current movie guilty pleasure that I've actually become somewhat obsessed with is Xanadu. <laughs> was that Olivia? That's Olivia Newton-John, yeah? Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John. Gene Kelly was in it. Xanadu. Ooh, Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly. We were talking wow. about this. I went, I saw that movie in the theater. So did I. How, it was like 1980. How, yeah, how, like how either, so he either was desperate, senile, or it was like right around the block and he figured he'd just go around the corner and film. Well, apparently it was like filmed like 15 minutes from his house. He's like, eh, why not? <laughs> he probably stumbled onto the set. <laughs> and they wrote him in. Oh, wait, what the hell's going on here? Hey, Gene Kelly's on set. Write it in now. It'll work. I yeah. like it. So, I'm, right. wa- I'm watching that. We're watching that this weekend oh. uh, on iTunes. Really? Yep. I have to? Yep. Well, yep. Uh, I won't be here for that. Devil Ange, what's yours? I would have to say, um, Exorcist. Exorcist? Yes. Exorcist? Yes. Wow. That's scary. That is scary stuff. That's bullshit. You, wait no. Minute, you, like, you like scary movies, yeah, though. Yeah, that's like not a guilty pleasure. scary movies with a, like a religious background. Yeah, but we've talked about this before. I think you like those. I think people know that about you. Everybody does. What is something that people wouldn't... <clears throat> so if your go-to is typically scary-ass movies with a religious connotation, what would people be surprised that you actually do like? Jane Eyre. <laughs> Yeah. Jane Eyre. Jane Eyre. I can attest to it. Wuthering Heights. Oh yep. my gosh. She loves all that sappy shit. Do awesome. you get all do you get all tear jerkery? I do. That's like I get like I get you know, kinda crying and laughing and that's crying. What my, that's what Miles was saying about the um It's a wonderful and life. And it's a wonderful mm-hmm. life. He gets all schmoopy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Schmoopy doopy. All right. Um mine, uh last one on this, is pitch perfect. Which just turns me in my stomach. <laughs> I just don't fucking get it. I am No, we did not. <laughs> There's no way you saw that. We never that saw movie. Pitch Perfect. Are you crazy? Isn't that the baseball movie? No. <laughs> Drink your beer. <laughs> no. <laughs> but thanks, Devil Pitch Ange. Perfect was like a high school An musical alien? glee movie. Pitch Perfect is about acapella, acapella in college. Aka what? Aca- Hashtag Aka what? Aka peoples. I could believe it. I couldn't believe it when you actually said you went and saw it, number one, and then actually said it was a great movie, okay, number two. Okay, here's how bad of a guilty pleasure it for me. I travel about a bunch for work, and I have my iPad, and I'm on these flights for several hours, and I'm bored if you know if I don't have work to do or it's, in the more, or it's uncomfortable and I can't work in the particular seat, blah, blah, blah. And so I usually watch movies, and I'm telling you what, Pitch Perfect is on my iPad, always, always there, and I watch it literally several times a month. Can you sing? All of it. <laughs> Can you sing? 
Not very well. It makes no. no sense to me, though. What about that movie is so attractive to you? I, I just, I don't know. I love the storyline. I love acapella music. I love the, I don't know. It's crazy. I know. I get. He was I, singing it in the airport when we came back from crazy. San Diego last weekend. I love it. That's sad. I tell you, it's my guilty pleasure. You know, that, that of all the guilty pleasures that we're going to discuss, that is definitely <laughs> fits the category because that's when, when Hoss says that's what he likes, I'm like, are you, I want to kill him. I literally want to punch him. I can't believe he's he actually so likes cute that movie. When he watches it, though, something about oh, that movie yeah. I love. It's cute, he's cute, i.e., gay. Something about that movie, and not gay with the a y, gay with the h e y, because of course I don't want to offend anybody. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's go to the next category. The next category is music. 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 All right, and we are gonna let's shuffle this up. How about we go first to Devil Ange? Devil Ange. What is your Guilty pleasure music. I got it right here. Oh, perfect. Go ahead and play it. Go ahead and play it. I can't hear it. It helps when it's plugged into the recording device, Stephanie. (laughs) Go ahead, Ange. Tell us what What it is. What a great producer you are. It's called Taking Me to Church. All right. Take me to church. Which we all need to go to church. I'll take you to the church of J.O. Neal. Which we don't do. You can bow down and pray to my worship. Everybody's disapproval Should have worshipped her sooner If the heavens ever did speak She's the last true mouthpiece Every Interesting. I love this song. So oh, yeah. it's not about church, it's about a woman. and he, But he worships her like going to church. Well, but actually, Katie Bug was saying that it was like two gay guys. And in the video, if you watch the thing... Um, uh, one of the gay guys gets shot. Their partner, oh, their yeah. loved one. Sad. Interesting. Wow. Boy, up- uplifting not, song. I'm, but I'm not quite sure. Interesting. And who's be- that by Candy Sprinkles? Hoosier. Hoosier. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Interesting, Devil Ange. I'm going to actually listen to that now because it sounds kind of good. Actually, it's actually a pretty good well, song. I, mean, I hated it when she first started listening to it, but I got used to it. Oh yeah, it's a good song. I love this song. It's a good song. I've okay. actually like been driving down the road and listening to this song, and I kind of got teary-eyed thinking that I need to go to church. Oh, <laughs> nice, very good. And it's not about church yeah. at all. It's about two gay guys. Well, well, she doesn't know that. She needs to look matter. into it further. Hmm. It doesn't matter, actually. You know what? It's a good song. I'll tell you a good song that I've I've really liked. It's not a guilty pleasure, but that song "Sail." Uh, s- pull that up. Sail. Sail. S a i l. We'll get that at the end. We'll just pull it up, and then I'll, it'll be there when I when I when we talk about it. Well, so uh, she ha- she can only do one thing at a time. <laughs> okay. I can't no. pull it up. Look for that and do what I'm supposed to be doing right now. What are you supposed to be doing right now? Let's do Playing, hitting buttons. Big oh. Daddy, <laughs> since you're on the since you're since you're we're with you, we're gonna. You, what is your music? Guilty pleasure. I'll give you two of them. I have two of them. Okay. Because... Uh, What's the first one? The first one... Well, actually, the first one, I think, would be uh, classical music. You know, people really? probably don't expect that I like classical music. But... Uh, Something like this? Yeah, pretty much. Ooh, I like that. <gasps> Ooh, the <flutes. laughs> Interesting. Yes. That's when is perfect. it that you like listening to classical? Because people would not think that about you. If I'm at work and I'm just doing paperwork, charting stuff, yeah, I like to have that playing in the background. Interesting. Why do you play at home? Um, because we don't have any classical music at home. Actually, we do. Well, actually, we'll want you to play it then. Ooh. Why are you being so arbitrary? <laughs> 
Let's go on to my next music guilty pleasure. Yes, what's your other one? Journey. Old school Journey. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Journey. Any particular one? This is a good one. This is a good one. So would you go to a new Journey concert with the little Filipino No, guy? I would not. And anybody that will has never really liked Journey. It's true. I could Sorry. never see him without uh, the ugliest man in rock and roll. It's Steve Perry or it's nobody. Steve Perry and that golden mullet. It took the midnight train going anywhere. Just a soldier. <laughs> nice. All right. Born and raised in South Detroit. Mm. Love that song. It took the midnight train going anywhere. All right. Yeah. Let's do Candy Sprinkles. Candy, what what is your guilty pleasure music? Well, I mean, people who know me know that I like, you know, dance music and EDM and and pop music and that kind of thing. But, you know, every once in a while, I like something a little harder. Harder? harder. Every once in a while, she needs a little harder. something harder. Hmm. As opposed to softer. This is Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. This is Nine Inch Nails. No. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh. Angie, Devil Ange calls it Nine Inch Nails. Oh, yeah, she's used to getting a Nine Inch Nail. No, honey, this is long. I know. Do you know what I mean? I heard it was 3.5 inches. Yeah, but I nail her three times. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's a total of nine? Nice. She, said, she said, screw me and make it hurt. Wow. So yeah. I nailed her. Interesting. This is a little harder. You'd like it. You'd love it. You, re- you remember it. You remember. Is, this is old school. It is. Oh, you remember. It's like 90s. You, you only liked it because it made you want to do naughty things in bed. Hell yeah. Interesting. With you. Well, I hope so. Although, yes. I can, I'm, I don't want to call you out on air, Steph, but my, I'm pretty sure I wasn't the first you had Nine Inch Nails to. Hey. A lady never tells. <laughs> so what do you got to say for yourself? Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Get it? All right. Well, so my turn then, right? Now, hold on a second. Before you say this, yes. I got to chime in. Okay. Um, if you, Ladies and gentlemen, if you thought that his fucking movie was stupid, <laughs> his goddamn music is ridiculous. I spent eight hours in a fucking car with this guy mm-hmm. driving from here to Idaho, yep, and I wanted me. to shoot myself. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Yeah, his musical choices <laughs> are some of the most eclectic, weirdest, strangest musical choices of any grown man at the age of 45. His musical choices, if, if we were to get killed and somebody picked up his iPad and started playing it, they'd say, hey, what 12-year-old girl dropped this? <laughs> Possibly. Well, that's yeah. why this is called Guilty Pleasures. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> so let's, let's hear yours. Well, this Hoss. is the least obscure one, right? Uh, a, a more modern artist. Play artist. that first one. Oh, my gosh. This gets me going. That's what that does. That's right. <laughs> Lady Gaga. I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why her this album, it kills me. My parents put up a fight. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And if I'm a hot shot, mama cut my hair at night. And he makes fun of my fanny pack, and this is what he listens to. 
true. This is yeah. my fanny pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the next song is your sandals with your with your socks. Mom and Dad, why can't I be who I wanna be? It's funny because it's an angst-ridden song that I am not an angst-ridden person. Well, this hair is this this song is called Hair, right? It's Hair. And yes. she has another song in the same album called Teeth. <laughs> no. No. I'm pretty sure she does. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yes, I am a because Lady Gaga fan. I was Gaga the one fan. to look this up for you when I pulled it off. The- <laughs> I am a Lady Gaga fan. Sorry. All right. And then my second one is it's a little more obscure than that. Very obscure. Uh, well, to but, the U.S. population it is. Um, no, no. To the U.S. So, population it's probably obscure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. The, but if he, you live abroad. He only had one hit in the U.S. that was in, of any note. And, and I, it's not Engelbert I tried denying this guy a lot when I was in Europe. He was making passes multiple, at you? No, multiple years because he was a part of a boy band. He was basically part of like... He part the, of Take That, the biggest boy band. Take That, which in is... England. It's like the... Um, new Kids on the Block. The, it, yeah, yeah, exactly, Devil Edge. It was the New Kids of the Block of the, of the UK. And they were huge all over Europe, right? More like Backstreet Boys. And then, so like One or, Direction now, yeah. is now? Backstreet Boys. Yes, like One Direction. Yeah. Yep. Or and then he who's le- the one that Justin Timberlake was in? More like that one. The Backdoor Boys. <laughs> in sync. In sync. In sync. So he splits from them and he does a solo career and it's very successful as well. And in, in the UK. And he sold a million records I in Europe. I eventually got to love this guy. His name is Robbie Williams. Here's a little bit of his music. It's my guilty pleasure as well. And I can hardly stay. It's easy. I am the god of romance. He sounds a little bit like uh he makes all my the lead singer from B-52 is... Yeah, a little bit. In this song. Divine retribution and away you go. I can't feel it. I'm sorry. I love it. I would literally have this CD in my car and yeah. listen to it on the way to appointments and then turn it off and hide the CD so no one know I had it. That's a guilty pleasure. That's, no. a, that's that's the dictionary definition of guilty pleasure. I did not want anybody to know that I was a Robbie Williams fan because I had been dissing him for years. Mm-hmm. So what I, w- I would actually say, if we were having a competition right now, yeah. you're in the lead. <laughs> for the guiltiest pleasures? Yes, way in the lead. Yeah, well. I mean, you're like fucking secretariat, <laughs> and I'm like some fucking paint. All some right. old paint. All right, well, we've got one final category for this segmento, and it is food. Food, baby. Food, guilty pleasure. I like food. And I like food. Let's start with candy sprinkles. sprinkles. What is your guilty pleasure? Candy sprinkles. It's a candy. There you go. Hey, now, some would think that that's obvious but you that's crazy talk but you didn't get your nickname candy sprinkles for your love of but candy let me interject something here okay everyone that knows stephanie knows that she is you know pretty much a health nut right okay and eats clean and exercise the whole nine yards she's a big advocate of all of it you know so that's why that's what's going to make this a guilty pleasure right right and it's, it is it's haribo Specifically, the Star Mix, which you can only get in UK and the <laughs> Europe, and uh, it's a good thing that they don't. You can't get it here very easily because I would eat the shit out of it. <laughs> like I will eat an entire bag 
which is like supposed to be four servings. I will eat an entire bag by myself. Just and luckily for me, I don't like it, so it's, I'm not sneaking any from her. Yeah, yeah. The it's star like, it's like a it's like a, a gummy bear crap. Well, they're gummies, but they've got like. Well, they sell them here in the states, but then they have probably different mixes over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And, and it's like they got the. You know, it's a mix of, like, the cola bottles and the gummy rings and a few gummy bears. And then there's these things that are, like, half kind of foamy, half gummy. Yeah. Like mm. hearts and eggs. And, mm. oh, my God. You love so it. Good. I had a friend mm. that was getting ready for a bodybuilding competition one time. And the only thing he could eat that was fairly sweet was the sugar-free Haribos. Uh-oh. The Coke bottles. That's not good. He shit himself. Yeah, you can't. Uh, sugar on free, stage? Sugar, Literally sugar shit free himself. Sugar-free candy oh, is yes. got... Ouch. Can't it, remember. It's got that sugar whatever substitute it in it that makes you makes you poop. Makes you poop. <laughs> whether you want to or basically not. Basically, <laughs> a laxative. Don't Do stay prescri- away from the sugar-free candy. Do you prescribe that for some of your uh, clients? No, actually, uh, Miralax and Colace. Huh. But you know, black licorice is actually really good for people to poop. Is it? You know, if you want to poop, it's hmm. actually very good for it. Well, so. there you go. All right, so um, candy. Pooping's good. Uh, thank you for that, candy. We have uh, Devil Ange back on the mic here. What is your guilty pleasure food? And Branson pickles. Branson pickle. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, now yeah. I think a lot of people are not going to know what this is, but yeah. this is really obscure. It comes from the UK, correct? I can, yes. Yeah, yeah. It is a British uh, invention of sorts. It is, the closest thing to it is probably a chutney. Chutneys are often jam-like, and it's a jam, but it's got chunks of other stuff in it. I have no idea what... I don't think there's actual pickles in Branston Pickle. There's There's pieces of pickle in there. I think uh, Candy Sprinkles is going to look that up, what's in it. it Is it sweet? Well, it tastes like uh, pickles and anyone's take sauce. Like a relish? More like a relish? And how do you like it? It's kind of chunky. Like a salty, chunky relish? spreading it on things? it's kind of sweet. Oh, I put on everything. Oh, she puts that oh, shit on everything. On everything. Yeah, you heard of uh, that Frank's Red Hot commercial? I put that shit this, on everything. This That's is, Angie. This she is one of those things in England that occasionally the older British folks, not younger British folks, they don't touch this. But if you're over like 50, 60 years old in Britain, you like Branston Pickle, and you, um, uh, it's just let me, it's bizarre. Let me give let you. Me, a, let me, well, it's kind of crunchy. So Let me give you a little background about this oh stuff. Gosh. So Haas and I on Saturday mornings we usually go and have coffee at a place and they've got a they've got some UK items there that you can buy. Right. And they had this Branson pickle and I looked at it and it looked like a jar of shit. <laughs> and I it's asked red. the lady it's what red. this was Dark. and she said, Oh, it's Branson pickle, nobody ever buys it, you know, it's made of pickle sauce and I'm like, Hmm, Angie'd probably fucking love it. Right. So I bought it for her, right? Hooked. Uh, basically they don't have any more because we've bought them out of it. And you know, and and now in England, my experience is people would have a jar of this in their fridge, and they would like have it for two years. Yeah, Angie had her have for, a little for two bit days. at various holiday events where it's kind of required to be put on the Thanksgiving table, even though no one eats it. Yeah, like next yeah. to the Brussels sprouts. I'm like, do you like Brussels sprouts? No, I hate them. Why are they on the table? Because it's tradition. It's a tradition. I'm like, oh my gosh. But she went through that first jar in like four days. Oh, it wasn't even four days. <laughs> It wasn't even close to four days. That is, an, and she's it, bought them out of it in the town. Now we're gonna have to get it for her. So, candy a, sprinkles. What is in Branson pickle? Nuts. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> Devil Ange, there is a British import shop in downtown on, on Main Street in Pallet. Oh, perfect. You, you can, can get it. Get it. Why don't we get more? Woo-hoo. Okay, Branson pickle is a sweet and spicy with a chutney-like consistency. 
consistency mm. containing small chunks huh? of vegetables in a thick brown sticky sauce. <laughs> Jesus. It is commonly served as part of a plowman's lunch. Sounds like an infection. Or combined with cheddar cheese <laughs> in sandwiches, and many Ooh, sandwich and shops in the cheese. UK offer cheese and pickle as an option. That's right. Like a traditional um, pub lunch in, um, in England is a, a baguette. With that crap spread on that with some cheddar cheese. And good. that's your have sandwich. You yeah, well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you're Absolutely. interested in trying this stuff, yes. uh, if you have a septic tank, go out there, <laughs> stick a fucking knife in it, and spread it on a piece of bread. And there, there, there you go. That's All your right, brand Jay Patrick. Patrick. They, they had, they had anyway. cheese and pickle sandwiches you know why? as an option yep. at the Masters in Inverness. Anyway, it's. Um, it, and she that's always. An interesting. She, she eats like a pregnant woman. All the time. She does. She eats like she's pregnant all the time. I look like a pregnant woman. No, you do not. You look beautiful. No, you don't. You look beautiful. <laughs> all right, so that's interesting. That that takes the cake on the guilty pleasures. I don't think anyone's going to top that. I don't think so, because uh, what's yours? What's yours? I'll do mine first. Uh, mine is salt and vi- vinegar potato chips, which isn't necessarily crazy. I like savory things. Mm-hmm. But I love when I got the late night munchies. Salt and vinegar potato chips dipped into cottage cheese. That's hmm. weird. Spooned out. Maybe you're the pregnant woman. And mm, here's the thing. I love that stuff. Fork talk I don't nation. know why. It's I have crazy. asked him countless times to like just put some cottage cheese in a dish and eat it like that because I don't want salt and vinegar. Yeah, I do that Potato chip time. crumbs in my... No, he just eats the container. So then in the morning when I want a little cottage cheese and fruit for breakfast, there's, there's some salt flavoring. and vinegar There's flavorings in, in there. <laughs> He double dips his chips. Do you I eat know in bed? he does. No, I don't. No, he's I not allowed to eat in bed. Angie does. Do. She does. Oh, yeah. It's like a king size bed, so I have like. If you roll half over, you. she's got a whole roll of Shit. stuff under the pillow. I've, I've, lunch on. I've, I've gotten dressed in the morning, and I had a, a cracker wrapper coming out of my crack of my ass. You're so full of shit. Okay, Big Daddy. Watch what's your, what's your guilty pleasure food item? Well, yep. you know, there's a lot of food that I like and a lot of food I hate. Okay. But I will say most people know me as a sweet tooth because I love sweets. Yes, you do love sweets. However, my guilty pre- pleasure is squirt canned cheese. <laughs> okay, can we, canned cheese. Squirted into yes. bugles. <laughs> okay. It's good, though. Let me tell you something. It's like... I think in seven countries, it's probably a delicacy. Really? Yeah. I just don't know what seven countries it is. Canned cheese, the one under pressure that yeah. you squeeze out onto cheese crackers whiz. or whatever. cracker, yeah. Like cheese uh-huh. whiz. Cheese yeah. whiz. On, into a little bugle. Into a bugle. Now, if the bugle happens to be one of those closed ones, you you, you just fire that one down. You don't squeeze no, it. No, you, 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 you can put it. the cheese over the top just of it. Just on the top? It. Okay. Yeah. And then, but, but, you know, usually what I like to do. Is I like to take one squirt cheese and it, stick another one in that squirt cheese and that one, stick another one in that squirt cheese and that one. It's a, you get about five or six of them. It's like a, a train. A bugle a train of yeah. cheese. And then I woo woo, pop that sucker in my mouth and eat, 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 baby. <laughs> that is fantastic. Now, if I'm really lucky, yes. there will be a jar of cheese whiz I can dip that into. Oh. So squirt cheese, squirt it into the bugle, and then the bugle, the cheese field filled bugle. Dipped in to Velveeta cheese. Pretty much. Go Packers. Oh, my gosh. That's fantastic. All right. Well, that is that is kind of nasty, but it's not as guilty pleasure as Angie. She wins wins that round for (laughs) sure. Definitely. She wins that round for sure. Have you tried that ever? Uh, Not pickles. What? Bugles with the cheese in them? I I like bugles, but I've never tried squeezing cheese into them. I bet you if you did, you'd love them. So I'll try that next time we have that opportunity, all right? Pretty much. 
Hey, uh, you know what, Big Daddy? What's that, buddy? That is the show. And that's the show. That is the show. Although, we have one more thing to do before we close this thing down. What do we got to do? Well, Candy Sprinkles is going to pull something up and we're going to crank on it. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, Sale. The, huh? the, the song I wanted, Sale, right? No. That's bullshit. Huh? One song I want. Um, Lefty Frizzell? No, I don't want Lefty Frizzell. <laughs> I wanted that other thing. I want Lefty uh, Frizzell. Gosh, I don't know. By the Beatles. Woohoo, baby. I don't like this song. We love it. You don't? No, turn it off. Why don't you like this song? Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't? Nah. I know what it means. Uh, yeah. It is the Big Daddy's birthday. You say it's your birthday. That's because it is. It's not my birthday either. It's Stephanie's birthday two days ago. Last week. Angie, it's Big Daddy's birthday on Monday. With Martin Luther King, yeah. You and Martin Luther. And Robert E. Lee, he, he. Happy birthday, Big Daddy. <laughs> Thank you. Happy birthday, another, Big Daddy. Another day in the books. Yep. The Beatles are singing you out. Another year older, and I get better looking every time. This is true. This is very true. Um, I am a good-looking son of a bitch. You are. And we wanted to and say uh, happy birthday. And all Devil Angel. Happy birthday yep. to the uh, Big uh, Daddy. And from all of the Fork Talk Nation, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday Big, bald, beautiful, big daddy, the national treasure. Happy Happy birthday birthday to to you. you. Well, thank you very much. I'm honored. And that's That's the the show. show. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks to all the response. I'm sorry. I've got tears in my eyes from my birthday greetings. I know. Thanks to our sponsors, Mattress Ranch, www.mattressranch.com. That's one word, mattressranch.com. Thanks for all the Facebook page likes, up to 746. Which I have two of those. The Fork Talk Podcast comes out every two to three weeks. Questions or comments, email us at info at fork-talk.com or Facebook, Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Haas. Until next time. May the fork be with you. You are the sheaf to my fork, Big Daddy. Slanchamor, great health. Captain Quint or Lefty Frizzell, whomever, take it away. Somebody. One of you sons of bitches. Farewell and adieu to you fair Spanish ladies. Farewell and adieu to you ladies of Spain. For we've received orders for to sail back to Boston. And so never more shall we see you again. Thanks for listening to Fork Talk with your she-fork-wielding lovable host, Big Daddy and Haas. Check out www.fork-talk.com for more episodes. We throw heavy stuff for fun, people. Caber up!